Today's edition of the Capital Golf Gang is being brought to you exclusively by Golfdom. All the new clubs for 2023 are available at Golfdom now. Callaway's Paradigm line, TaylorMade Stealth 2, the Ping G430, the Titleist TSR Woods, and more. Golfdom is stocking up on some great spring fashions. Come check out the latest from Peter Millar, Holderness and Born, RLX, and more, and get custom fit for a new driver or a set of irons in one of their four dedicated bays at Golfdom in Tyson's Corner. Golfdom, live the game in Tyson's, Annapolis now, and soon in Rockville. Now back to the show. In the shadow of the most powerful city in the world, the Capital Golf Gang is on the air with instructor John Ronis from the Ronis Academy at River Creek, executive director of the Middle Atlantic PGA, John Gould, and now your host in Washington, D.C., Steve Zabin. Well, they got it in. The 2023 Masters is in the books, and all hail John Rahm. An incredible final day marathon to reel in Brooks Kepka and a couple of surprise guys at the very end. God bless an unlimited budget and a maintenance staff that really knows how to get a golf course ready for play. We are here plausibly live in the center hitting bay at Golfdom in Tyson's Corner. The gang is all here. John Ronis, John Gould, Buddy Christensen, boys. How we doing? We got a lot to chew on. And I brought some of my merchandise today. Oh, nice. That I brought back the from umbrella. Augusta. Assume all you guys have the umbrella. plenty of merch. We have now all four been to the promised land. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been so long for me that there's no more merch left. I think it's disintegrated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How long ago were you last there, Ronis? I think it was like 12. Well, you know what? UConn won the national championship. I remember listening they to win it. it on the regular every five no, years. On, on, I remember listening to it uh, on the way home on the Monday night, driving home. Uh, so I guess it was what eight, ten years ago, something like that. Okay, or that, that's fairly recently. Two thousand eight, maybe. Yeah. I had not been back 14. since ninety four, so a ton had changed since then. Wow. Bull, you were there. Yeah, I've been there within the last five years, I think, with the so, drive, chip, and putt. Yeah. And uh, buddy, you go there almost every year. Yeah, it's, I, yeah been uh probably three years the last three years and maybe you know a few before that but you, you to, sick of it yet uh no <laughs> never. N- never it it's it, did it feel the same when you walked in like just that feeling of oh it's, i'm here it's a vibe yeah it's a thing it's dorothy opening the door to munchkin land it is it's just <laughs> it is. vibrant and then it's the truman show where everything yeah. is so impossibly perfect you right. say to yourself what where's what the stage director here? behind right. Right. right right exactly my uh my patron saint chris broussard who won the lottery to get us these tickets and thank god his best friend from college couldn't go so i was either number Two on his list or number 32, I don't know, and I don't, don't care. It doesn't matter. Just I got the call, and I said, let's go. He said to me, he said, you know, I always thought, like, if I just go once, I'll be happy. Now that I've been. Yeah, you can't get enough. I need more. That's what well, I, I went on, when I went, I went on Mondays because I wanted to go with friends. And then one year I took my dad, which was the greatest thing ever. Now, for the record, as a PGA of America, ding, 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 professional, John Gould, Mr. Ronis and other PGA of America professionals get inside the gates for? Free. Free. Yeah. Yep. On any day of the tournament. That's correct. Just themselves. 
What it's, a deal. It's probably one yeah. of the best perks of being a PGA yeah. member. LPGA, too. Let's not forget that. But that's yeah. fine. PGA yep. and LPGA. Okay. So you would go so, on Mondays, John. So I John. because I wanted to go with a, a buddy, and that's how we could get the tickets. Like, you know, they could get a ticket for Monday, a practice round. Right. So I say to myself, God, I, I didn't get to go see the part three course. And yeah. I'd love to see that stuff. And yeah. it is... It's one of those places that you think I've, I worked my whole life and now I'm a PGA member and I'm going to go like so. But it, yep. then it took like five or six years to figure out how to go. And I said, it's got to be a letdown. I've watched the Masters my whole life. When I walk in there, it's got to be something that's going to let you down. Yeah. Holy smokes. No, there's not, not a, a thing that lets you down. Never let you down. It was, uh, it was a great time. More on that coming out here in just a bit. But let's start with John Rom. All hail John Rom. His comfort behind victory in the worst part of the weather draw for the weekend against a locked-in stud like Brooks Kepka is probably not getting enough credit, at least that I've heard in the last couple of days, coming out of this tournament. It's got to be one of the all-time final days, not just rounds, but days of golf in major championship history. Change my mind, as the kids like to say. No. Yeah, I'm not going to no, do I that. No, I can't. <laughs> I said I did a podcast uh, last week, right? At, well, Sunday, right after Masters, uh, Zabe Cast. It's Ooh, a pretty cool. Oh, I've heard I've of that. I was listening to it. it. If if you're listening to this on the radio, Zabe Cast is the best. Ding, Anyways, ding, ding. I said he won it. He won he the did. tournament. You know, right. I know that Kepka fell back and didn't play that great, but Rom put the pressure on. It's like when when Faldo beat Norman. He won the tournament. That was obviously shot 67, but the pressure that gets put on when it's four, three, two, one, that's what was needed to make someone come back even more. So he went out and won it. I have some other thoughts on just the state of the game after you guys talk, but it's, it's really cool yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, he, he, he was a superstar, but I think he's even gone further past that because you know, now we see he, he's done it. We're going to believe he's going to do it every event. I think we talked about on Sunday night, too, that, you know, the, for the, especially for historically for the European player, the U.S. Open and the uh, Masters are the hardest ones for them to win. So he's knocked those two out. You've got to think the PGA and the, and the British are right behind, yeah. if not this year. Mm-hmm. Because, Quite possibly. Because you've got to think he's going to go in as the favorite for yep. both of those yeah. events. Buddy. Yeah, so I think if, if it's Sam Bennett, battling Brooks, if it's uh, Hovland, I don't think Brooks goes backwards. I think Rom yeah. being the guy a force forced Brooks yeah. to go backwards. Yeah, I think so. He also just didn't have it on Sunday. Brooks did, yep. you know, starting with the first tee shot, a million miles left. Oh, sure Still was. scrambled for par, had the lefts pretty much all day, started missing the putts he wasn't missing all week long. And like you said, Rom just kept coming. The fact that he comes out of the gate making his putt when Kepka missed his to cut the four to two right away was massive. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah. he started the tournament with a double bogey on yeah. a four putt which he said he blames on tight end Zach Ertz of the Cardinals which is awesome his story. buddy because he said Ertz texted him go hey man I'm watching the Masters go get him that first scream looks like a walk in the park oh <laughs> and you know, then he four this? putts that's a typical non-golfer yeah, and he, got, right? and he, he got, never mentioned the round and he got it 10 anything. minutes before he was checking his phone right before he teed off and he saw it uh, a group text with JJ Watt too that's oh the, my god that's See, the amazing thing and really. he's got friends in Arizona yep. regular guys and what I think is also great about Rom this blew me away he keeps a proper handicap at Silverleaf do you know that that's I it's got to be it's plus, like plus a seven thousand. or something. It's plus nine and a half. Oh, man. And so if you look at his gin index, it's got like 
Kappa Lua 64. <laughs> <laughs> Differential plus seven. Fantastic. <laughs> but he does that. And, and so now I've said my rally cry for the summer, now that I'm finally a properly handicapped player, for years I had not been. So uh, my, my rally cry is, hey, if Rom can keep an index so right. can you because yeah, right. yes. he likes to play in dude bro matches back home and you got to know how many strokes you're getting yep. it's yep. fair and the answer is a ton <laughs> yep. and the other answer is it's still not <laughs> yeah, enough not, right. Right. right exactly so anyway uh rom's mental evolution from a volatile hothead at times to a guy who can overcome a double bogey four putt on the first hole is remarkable john you mentioned this when yeah. we talked on sunday night um I remember sitting here on this set in the store here talking about that epic battle with his caddy over the bunker shot at 12 at TPC Sawgrass. Mm -hmm. And he was just so hot and so irrational about his decision making. Yeah. But you said he actually did some deep dive self-scouting, realized, hey, I got to work on that. I want to hear more about this. I don't know. I, I don't know the huge details of it, but I think it also coincided with family life. Okay. And um, I think his first child and things mm -hmm. like that. So it's been within the last three or f I think three years. And what what these tour players do is at the end of the year, they take inventory on their game and they decide on the winter during the winter, what are the best things that I need to work on? And I think when you're someone who, who, who Ram, I think he wanted to work on his um, uh, either proximity or greens and regulation. And he wanted to work on his mental aspect of it. And, and, one, to admit that the mental aspect of it is that important. And we're not talking about the mental aspect of it concentrating. We're talking about taking the breaks and moving forward. Mm -hmm. And he sought professional help. Uh, I'm not saying a psychiatrist or psychologist or anything else, but he sought what he thought was a professional help from him to get him through. I don't even think just golf, but also just accepting life in general and enjoying life. Justin Thomas did the same thing. And it's, uh, it's just critical because you only have so much energy. It's like a video game. It just gets depleted. Yep. You only have so much energy. So if you cannot use it so much and you can accept your bad breaks and go forward and, and just not harbor everything, you're going to be all right. You, and it obviously worked for you him. You know what's interesting about that, what you just said is, you know, Kepka when he did his interview, that's all he kind of get hung up on. Well, I got a couple bad breaks and mm -hmm. I just couldn't, you know, and I wonder if that's, you know, it, it doesn't look like when Kepka's playing that anything's bothering him. He's very, you know, stoic. Right. But the fact that when he when he first got interviewed, that was the first thing out of his mouth. Yeah. Well, you know, his couple breaks when it hung up on nine, and there was a couple bounces I didn't get. That was the first thing in his mind. I wonder if that's as, kind of the opposite. As Dave of said, Rom. though, that night also he's very one hundred percent correct on a lot of that is self speak. Where yeah. they these mental tell coaches tell yeah. these players never admit right. to like screwing up or weakness. They like coach them to be delusional in a way. They are. And I guess that I guess that may that like maybe that's proven to work, maybe not. By the way, it says here Joseba del Carmen is the mental coach of John Rom. And he is Spanish, former basketball player and a professional golfer and a bomb technician in the military. There you go. There you <laughs> so go. That's that's who's your mental who you coach? Want. A guy that used to defuse bombs. Yeah. Who's yours guy? Who's your guy? <laughs> but, uh, I think he's, he's Dr. also... Dr. Bob Rotella. Dr. Bob Rotella. What's he done? Yeah. <laughs> but he's also... He holds a little bit of that fire, right? He uses that fire in the right way. Um, and, and you mentioned uh, family, wife, couple kids. He's, he's going on this rise with some of that 
going on in his life. So I think it's even more impressive that he's really on this path. I so th- maybe Kepka needs to start having kids. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, no, look, you're not you're not required to have more kids in life. You know, maybe the world maybe need more. Hey, be some good looking kids for sure. <laughs> yeah, we good looking kids. We got what? a couple of them. We they got Chase and Brooks right now. Yeah. We don't need more. We don't need more. Kepka got his brother. Anyway, um, the Kepka side of the coin is. Can he still finish? Somebody made a good point that his career is mirroring Rory's in a lot of ways. Four majors at a very young age, and then a lot of close calls, but then he loses the rope. He doesn't just collapse, but he loses the rope. And they mentioned, you know, one, two, three different times he was in contention. A couple of those, I was like, oh, that's right. He was in contention there, and he didn't really do anything. Even when he won the PGA at Bethpage, DJ just kind of fell apart the back nine and Rom also backed up a little bit, but he still was able to win. And the one in St. Louis, which I think he won in St. Louis. That one, he stared down tiger, but he had a big lead and tiger made it close, but it was six or seven strokes at one point going into the day. Tiger made a run, so everybody was, you know, geeked. But but he had a hammer closed five iron to like 10 feet on 17. That was just big time. So, but Kepka is back. He's healthy and he's going to be a force in the majors, which he will be able to play all this year, all yep. four of them. Yep. Next year, though, interesting, could be his last Masters because he will be out of exemptions and he will be unlikely to be top 50. He can't use a PGA Tour win to get into the Masters and there is no qualifier for the Masters. Next, year, next year's Masters is his qualifier for all the other majors. So his place yeah. in finishing so wait, in the top. His U.S. Open runs out next year in 2025. And I think, his uh, PGA. The U.S. Open's 10, right? Yeah, the U.S. Open's 10 US years. Open's 10 so for winners. The US. What is your organization's? The PGA Championship. Ten? I think it's probably 10. But it's, it's not a, lifetime. Because of the win. No, it's not lifetime anymore. Yeah, right. Is the PGA Championship, uh, does it have an exemption through the Masters? Is it top three, top five that you, you get you into get, the no, PGA? No, winning a PGA Championship gets you five years into the Masters, I believe. What about the Masters top something? Does it get you anything in top the PGA? Top five gets you in the PGA. So but he's already, but he's already in. No, no, no. But I but figure as forward. those go forward, yeah, the, right. the world rankings are going to be gone with the live. Yep. So everything's going to be where you finish in that major. So you're going to have to finish top five if your exemptions are out, right. to get into the PGA Next Championship, one. the Open right. Championship, whatever it may be. Correct. So He had a lot of comments this week, too, that were kind of like, oh, interesting. He said before the tournament, he goes, you know, if I wasn't injured at the time I had to make my choice, yeah, I might have chose differently. Mm-hmm. He talked about how much he misses the kind of competition he gets on the PGA Tour. Sounded very much like a man who wanted back in. You know, yeah. watching the show, the full swing... It also looked like, look, he's got a beautiful girlfriend, wife, whatever wife it is. Now. Wife now. Wife. But it looked like a relatively lonely existence. And we know the yeah. PGA Tour is a lonely existence. And all of a sudden, if you don't have your friends. He doesn't have friends either. That's the thing. That you see he on and, tour. He and DJ used to be buddies. They're not buddies anymore. Yeah, that's a shame. I, well, I know. He's so got that's a, probably what he misses too. He also has a dog that he doesn't seem to like very much. Well, I, can't, I can't understand, at least <laughs> according to the Netflix documentary. Although I take very little of that Netflix documentary at face value because yeah, it's, 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 it's so edited. edited. Like who yeah. knows how they manipulated yeah, sure. it. But still, right. he's an intriguing case. I am Kepka neutral. Sure. I, I'm same. Same? Yeah. yeah well, yeah. You, I mean, and the couple additional facts there too. When, when he left, 
uh, you know, and I, I think I buy the thought process. I'm injured. I'm not sure who I'm going to play. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go take the money, right? So that's, right. you know, so that, that's what makes me neutral. Kind of like Harold Varner, where, you know, that's a pretty good reason that, that he left. Varner's a no-brainer. Yeah. But the other f- factor about coming back that I just found out uh, maybe this week is all those guys, when they sign their live contract, there's a buyout that it's like two or three times what you got in your bonus. Oh, yeah. It's like wow. a $400 million buyout. Right. Well, okay. I mean, if you got 100, right. it's four times. It's so, so, but if you got 20 right. so million, you're somebody else lower 80. on the Tatum Bowl, it's 80. Or well, it's 60. like it's more money than you have. Right. <laughs> so if you went to happen. play for them for 20 million, yeah. you don't have the 80 to get right. out. That's right. right. And so why would you spend it? You'd be so, upside down. Right. Yeah. Right. So you're signed forever. That's what I'm getting at. I don't know if it's possible. Well, I think, he, yeah. He, he does seem to have a friend in Gary Woodland, though. They seem to be chatting. Uh, on the golf course. <laughs> they sure do. Yeah. Which uh, we should talk about. I think it's in my uh, quick nine. I think so. Oh, it yeah, is. yeah, yeah. I'm looking in my quick nine. But even they were being chatty. Yes, I do. They were being chatty okay. throughout the round. Well, they're dude bros, right? Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. they kind yeah. of, he and DJ, they, DJ is the third one. They're kind of all the same. I know why yeah. they're, I, I didn't understand the connection, but two things connect them. One, when Woodland won the U.S. Open at uh, Pebble, guess who was like right there? Yeah. Kepka. Were, yeah. I'd forgotten that. I had too. So he was contending there. So I think they formed a bit of a bond there. But also, Gary Woodland used to play basketball right. at Washburn. Uh, okay. yeah. And then right. he had a game against Kansas where he got in there and just got lit up and he realized, I probably should go to golf. Yeah. And so that's the kind of guy that Kepka is. He's an athlete. Yeah. I wanted to play baseball. I couldn't play baseball. So I guess I'll play golf with yeah. these nerds. This easy. game's easy, losers. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think there's a bond there. But whatever. Woodland's a good guy. I'm, I got no problem with him either. Okay, let's talk about a couple other things. Phil Nicholson. At what point did you say to yourself, oh, my God, he might win the green jacket sitting in the butler cabin waiting around, eating a pimento cheese sandwich as everyone falls apart? How weird, awkward, and just crazy would that be if they trotted him out and said, well, you're the winner. Here's the jacket. I mean, it could have happened. Wild. Yeah, it could have happened. Almost. If if Rom goes Rory and melts down around Amen Quarter or Spieth, because there have been people who have collapsed and burned there, yeah. yep. then that's what we're looking at. Every shot he hit from 12, you know, 13, 15, 16, where there's some water. Yes. Every one of those shots. The I was peril like, holes. Oh, please, don't let Phil win. Right. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and as I said before, the whole Phil getting to the point that he got to and T2 just shows more of what a shame it is yeah, that he was stupid enough to take that jump. And it's maybe not stupid enough to take that jump, but getting to the point where he had to take the jump if he felt he had to take the jump because of the money situation. What a shame. That's the, the ultimate ambassador to the game of golf gone. Could have yep. been. Uh, and, and I actually never got to the point where I thought, is Phil going to win this? Even when I saw him going down the stretch and I'm thinking, who's going to – my first thought was, who's going to screw this up? Both of them are on heaters, Spieth and Mickelson. You know, 17, 17 birdies both, between both. the two. A better ball score, buddy, of 58. I saw that. Wow. 58. Wow. Well, uh, Spieth had three or four bogeys and shot three. 66. Yeah, three, three bogeys. bogeys shot so th- that's what I was thinking. Who's yeah. going to screw it up? But I never thought one of these guys is going to win because I didn't think Rom was backing up at all. Okay. It's yeah. a question of with, whether Kepka would, would, would catch him. I never thought but it, it But it was weird to see Phil making birdies and no big roars. No. Kind of, Even hey. the one on 18 was greeted with, I think, a bit of, oh, okay. Like half the patrons got up. 
The other half are like, okay. I was hoping yeah. to see that with picture. The, I was hoping they'd applause. show that photo that they've showed many times before of him with making it where everyone goes, yeah. and it was just, it was yeah. about 40%. Yeah. What will it do for him, though? Is this a springboard to playing better on the shorts and music tour that he's on? No. <laughs> Maybe winning no. a couple of those big black trophies and the $4 million easy Saudi money checks or no? I don't no. think he cares enough about those. Well, he cares about the mass, the Augusta, the majors, but I don't think he cares about those. Those are just show up and make I, my, plus, my appearance. even these courses they're playing on, uh, they require you to hit the ball and play. And so the Augusta is the one pinball machine. He knows how to jiggle and bump and play and hit the bumpers just right. You're not usually going to be out of play except for those holes down around Amen Corner. Also, when you take a look at like the, uh, the web.com and the Monday qualifiers and stuff like that, the, the Corn Ferry and the Monday qualifiers, these guys shoot incredibly low, right? Oh, now. yeah. Crazy. And the reason being is because experience doesn't mean anything because the golf courses that they're playing are just right out in Gen- front of you. And generic. They're, yeah, yep. they're uh, Easy whatever, whatever down in Orlando they played, right? Yep. So Mickelson's Orange experience and all this stuff doesn't do anything on greens rolling at eight <laughs> and, you know, fairways at two inches. And so it doesn't do anything. Orange County National which my buddy Juan Account Rhodes played with his guys down there in Orlando for their yeah. golf trip. This week, he was sending me pictures yeah. of the live stuff being boxed up and shipped off. I was like, oh, you're playing a live course. Wow. Yeah, yeah it's a, nice, and that's what but I, it's public we, we access. Right, the, yeah, I played right down there at the Monday. show. I mean, it's nothing to write home about. Yeah. It's a fine public it's course. Fine. Yeah, but so, so he's, the, as you say, he's the show pony of that tour. So anytime they're playing an event, He's front and center. He's got too many distractions. He doesn't care. He already got his money. So I don't think it springboards him to anything. All right. What about Cantley's slow play? This has been quite the discussion point. Brutal, first of all. And, and what, what I don't know, you know, so when we look at pace of play and whether we're penalizing or whether in Latour's case they're finding We him, being who? We uh, golf officials. administrators, officials. It's how they are in relation to the group in front of them, right? And so I, I never quite had the visibility of – where were they? How far were they behind? Were they, you know, because Cantley came out early this week, the week after he the match. He said, said we all I waited, waited on day. number two. And he said, I waited, waited on 15. On 15. Right. Yeah. And there was a group in between him and the other group that I thought was the group ahead of him. So they weren't that out of position. I'd say about a half a hole well, out of position. And behind Matsuyama and, and Bennett. Who don't that look is like also that is on the golf course Wicked right? Quickly. Right. Yeah. So you know, part of it is, hey, this is tour life. This is Augusta National, where you got to line up and and three foot putts you got to put outside the hole for the break. So it just takes longer. Sure. So I'm not trying to forgive them. I'm just saying, this is part of life. So four hours and fifty minutes though for twosomes, but twosomes. that's that's the way it's been for years. Well, it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. Well, but it's the way it's been for years. So I don't think Cantley added to it. This, this is where this, year. this is where another sport entirely, baseball, is going to, I think, have a huge influence on golf because the pitch clock in baseball is going great. Yes. Yeah. People are loving it. There's no reason we can't do something similar in golf because the live tour says golf but louder. Eh, nobody wants louder. Right. They do want golf but faster. Yeah. yeah. You get that round down to 420, it just flows a lot better. I also saw a number, and I'm not sure that this is real or not. This is from the Twitter account of Secret Tour Pro, which has been, I think, confirmed as Adam Scott's Twitter account, wow. Secret Ooh, Tour has Pro. Wow, it been confirmed, okay. huh? I th- all but confirmed. Wow. Secret Tour Pro said, and I'm not sure this number can be correct, he said that Kepka and Rom waited on tee boxes a total of 97 minutes. I saw that. Wow. That's crazy. On wow. Sunday. Well, and everybody I, waited on two. 
don't believe that unless they're counting the extra holes they played. The extra oh, no, oh, yeah, right. 11 oh, holes oh, they yeah, played. Yeah, they probably did. But even then, that's almost two and a half minutes per hole on the tee. That's an eternity. That yeah. is. Yeah. I don't know. All right. When we come back, quick nine. Still all master stuff. A lot to chew on. We'll talk Tiger and his WD and what the future is. We're here at Golfdom, plausibly live on a glorious spring day in the DMV. You are listening to Little Golf Gang. Four guys who have to come up with creative excuses to their wives for those grass stains on their pants. Today's edition of the Capital Golf Gang is being brought to you exclusively by Golfdom. All the new clubs for 2023 are available at Golfdom now. Callaway's Paradigm line, TaylorMade Stealth 2, the Ping G430, the Titleist TSR Woods, and more. Golfdom is stocking up on some great spring fashions. Come check out the latest from Peter Millar, Holderness and Born, RLX, and more. And get custom fit for a new driver or a set of irons in one of their four dedicated bays at Golfdom in Tyson's Corner. Golfdom, live the game in Tyson's, Annapolis now, and soon in Rockville. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who once dreamed of becoming caddies on the PGA Tour until they found out you have to take the blame for everything. All right, we are back. John Ronis, the director of golf at River Creek in Leesburg, Virginia. Hey, we got it right. As well as John Gould, the executive director of the PGA of America, uh, Mid-Atlantic section, I yeah, should point exactly. out. Someday, someday we'll be the executive <laughs> yeah, director of the whole world. So, what do you mean you don't think so? Why not? That ain't happening. No. Uh, okay. Do a good well, he, job he knows the section. landscape. We want you here anyway. And Buddy Christensen of Golfdom is uh, rounding out our foursome today. Uh, there's a couple of things I didn't get to first segment before we get to our quick nine. Um, Sam Bennett, hot contention with me and my golf nerds on this text thread about, A, how much money is he really making with nil money endorsements? Mm-hmm. That varied widely. Some said a million. Others said, no way. And then the next thing is, is he going to be the second coming of anything? I'm skeptical because the swing. Mm-hmm. Great short game. Yep. Wonderful. But there's a lot of amateurs. No that, reason to even worry about it, right? Just let him, let him get to where he, if he can win, he can win. And then do you we'll think, talk about him. Do you guys think, he, Co- Coach, Coach Ronas, do you think he has it? Sure. Sure. I mean, he shot 68-68. Okay. You're and just saying that because you don't want to actually make a call on that. Cool. Do you think he has yeah. it? Well, it depends on what we're saying. It. I, I think he's a very good player. Will he be a pro? Oh, yeah, he'll be a pro. Will he be dominant pro? No, he's not going to be John Rahm. Why do you say that so breezily? I went back and looked at all the U.S. amateur runners-up and winners, many of whom never made the tour. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yep. I think he'll make the tour. Okay. I think he's got, like he's got a good enough short game to make it's, the tour. It's like 50-50, buddy. Wow. And, and it's you a look it up. It's, it's like a, 50-50. Oh, it's yeah. a different track now, too, though, right? I, I think it's a little easier than what it used to be. Yeah, they have that the college. There. What do they call it? PGA University. They or got the like points. That. They got the the uh, sponsors exemptions. Or they can get enough money for it. So I, you know, some of those guys who have done well in the Masters, amateurs end up being you know Hovland, uh, Matsuyama, Kuchar. Tiger. Um, they they did well there. But then there's other. You look at those names and you you don't know who they are. Okay, broadcast notes. Nance was Nance, as expected. I thought his final call was a bit minus, Mm. but that's just my personal. He sets a high standard for those final calls, basically. Immelman has been getting great reviews. Mm -hmm. 
my jury is still out. I'm listening, I'm listening, I'm thinking, I'm listening to him. I don't want to come to a conclusion just yet. Uh, the other commentators, you know my stance on Nabilo and Ian Baker Finch. <laughs> I uh, like Dottie Pepper, but man, she is spectacularly wrong sometimes. Like when she'll say, you know, on the first tee, Brooks and Rom were, were buddy, you know, chatting it up, laughing, but it's been all business since. And there had been footage showing them waiting on a tee box laughing. I'm like, wrong, Dottie. It's not been all business. They've been very cordial all around long, but I like Dottie. I think she's good overall. I thought some of the new drone shots that they used, and I got to see the drone over 13 oh, just cool. in the woods. It's a major piece of equipment. It's not something you buy <laughs> online. Nothing that I've ever bought for a right. drone. It's spectacular. And they kept the drone pretty much on the perimeter of the course because that's how Augusta does can it. You, and it you can hear it. It is pretty quiet. Really? Yeah, they get propellers now that are real low-noise propellers. Stealth. Wow. Wow. Yeah, but it glorious some 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 new angles that we had not seen before. Yeah, it was a great broadcast overall. I like that little blur. Twelve. Any, any thoughts on the broadcast yeah. and uh, where do you stand on Immelman? I like Immelman. He's the first year as a new to listen to. analyst yeah. voice. I, yeah, I like his voice, and I think he had you know as a former champion there specifically. You know, you know maybe at, on the other tour events if he does those, he will. Uh, He's um, the new Feldman. Yeah, so yeah. he won't be as valuable that he as he is around Augusta National okay. because obviously he's. He's but won he's, there. He's been doing well for a little while, and it, yeah. I, I like him there. He's, he's, a good, fine. he's an easy listen. He's they, easy on the ears. They whiffed on Saturday with the leaders not being shown oh, the on, the, on the app of all of us or crazy. anything, right? Because you, yeah. you had to watch it on the app at that point, yep. um, and they weren't even showing the leaders on that, which is really odd. All right. Really? Quick nine. Here we go. Hole number one. Tiger limps off. What is his future? It, it was painful just to watch him in such pain with his yep. plantar fasciitis, which... And he had plantar fasciitis. So he almost lost his leg. He's probably got a lot of things going on that gives him pain in that leg. Yep. Just a sadistic day in that cold, the rain, the extra holes, the course. I mean, it's like, I'm glad he WD'd. I kind of wish he did it earlier. Yeah, he needed to make that cut, though, for the consecutive cuts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, otherwise people would think he's a hack. Yeah. <laughs> it's, looking, it's looking more and more like Willie Mays. But the, the thing about it is Tiger Swing's still really good. Yes. And he's still moving it. So it's really, it's, it, it is very much a shame right now. I, I still, I kind of keep this hope of replacement something. If it's a replacement femur that they come up with, if it's a replacement, <laughs> not femur, right. uh, tibia. Or, where, where is medicine yeah, to put him uh, back together again? The $6 million walk, dollar man? If he can walk, he can really play. Yes. So, and then I also look at it, and he's, and he's made a couple comments that he, he is interested in the senior tour where he can take a cart. And yeah. I'd like to That's see. That's the first that time I've heard I'd this. like yeah. to see, and I think it would be the greatest thing in the can world. Can you imagine senior him? Senior masters. Right. Do you you release Tiger Woods at fifty in a day onto that tour? Yeah, yeah. and it's like up. it's like releasing a bobcat into a small room full of kittens. <laughs> right, it's gonna be carnage. Yeah. Well, and, and the TV coverage, you might be have more people Champions watching the tour senior, might, might the finally Champions. get the ratings that they want. Right. Yeah, would yeah. you love to see a senior Masters? From four, more forward tees at Augusta? Three days? I, I don't know about the we Masters. Got, we got a oh. women's amateur Masters. We got it. the Masters. You want to see a senior Masters? Yes. How about a Masters? Just hear me out on this. With shorts and music. Yeah, no. Shotgun <laughs> start. Oh, boy. Think about louder. Louder. Masters, louder. but louder. I'm going to think about it. <laughs> okay, hole number two. Timber. Augusta avoids disaster. I was just a couple holes away when those trees fell. Didn't hear them fall. Mm-hmm. Didn't believe the marshals who said a couple trees fell on 17. We were on 13 at the time. 
And I, I was like, how would they fall? It was not even that windy. It must have been a microburst. must have been something. Who knows? But man, oh, man, the one woman, two trees went. Right, beside, right on the other right side. Right on either side of her, almost like a cartoon, you know, yep. where the roadrunner is missed by two trees. What would have happened if, God forbid, somebody had been under that and severely hurt and or killed? They, they would might stop the play. family would own Augusta. No, there's no, there's lie though. There they got they got plenty of lawyers on that. They yeah, say, look, true. you can't sue us. But would they have not allowed fans the next day? Would they have stopped play for that day? I mean, it was going well, to be stopped they, anyway. They it kind of yeah, yeah, it kind of forced them yeah. to. But it was you know that's kind of a sparse area for people to stand too, right? I mean, it's not where they're. It wasn't six, a huge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, as a matter so of fact, they're lucky it was there. But there, there are towering lobbolly pines next to grandstands. Yeah, right. Everywhere. So but if didn't it happens, put these in. No. I thought they said they're relatively that new was, trees. That's no. what that was the rumor out that there. That is that they yeah. shipped in gigantic trees. That is, um, you know what? I'm going to call that's a bald face okay. lie. Okay. They don't need to ship in 80 foot loblolly pines. They okay. got it did tons look of those. weird though. That I don't know how the root structure is of those, but it didn't look like it took up for as tall as that tree was. Took up that much of a root structure. But literally, well, you're a root expert. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 we're we're going to do forensic <laughs> analysis <laughs> here. To me, believe it or I not, mean, we got the cartoon surviving it, out it, there. So it, looked, it looked like a normal tree that fall. Trees fall. Yeah, for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Interestingly, when I, my mom, we, I took my mom to the Masters on her 75th birthday, and that's exactly where we sat. We sat Ooh. on the left side of 17T wow. where we could see 16 green. That wow. was our spot wow. at the end. So, well, I mean, as just, soon as that happened, like, we don't have to talk. She, about uh, she would have gone out loving what she was doing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, she didn't know. know. About that. The okay. only good thing is that the, the noise took a long time for the, the tree to yeah. fall. Yeah, it was noise amazing lady. to see people So there was a, there was a little bit of a warning. saw yeah. it coming. Yeah, yeah, much better than a branch snapping yeah. off yeah, just where you don't see it, and right. it's big enough to kill you there. Yeah, okay, really. hole number four. Did Kepka and Woodland – actually, I skipped a hole, but we're going to play this hole now since we moved ahead. Did Kepka and Woodland cheat with the club advice? That was clear. The caddy and the this mm-hmm. from player to player. I didn't see it actually. I just saw yeah. uh, Kepka talk about it, so I'm just going to. Let take me ask the rules expert. A professional yeah. yes. at the word. The rule says you are prohibited from either offering or, or asking. asking for advice right. from a fellow competitor, and the rule is designed to protect the field, Correct. to protect two players from collaborating with each other to better their own scores. Correct. And they did do that. They cheated. They violated the rule. Now, a lot of Would people. Would you have called it? Yes, I think so. I mean, wow. they, they did the interview process, right? So we didn't hear anything about that, but... They and, denied it. it. Yeah. and Their, their like story Augusta. was they told the spotter for TV. Right. Correct. No, no, no. Kepka gave an interview the next day, and he said, I'm just taking off my glove. Well, when they, I take yeah, off my the, glove, how do I take off my glove without my right. hand like this? Right. That's what yeah. he said. Okay, There's a OJ. lot of coincidences right. there. There's a lot of coincidences there, but I saw a guy, and that's the thing. You can look at somebody's bag. You can't touch anything. Right. You can't move a towel, but you can look at their bag, and they do that all the time, and that's where everybody was getting into, this is, this is done all the time on the PGA Tour. No, it's not done the way they did it, to say five Twice. He said it. Yeah, he said oh, it. Wow. He said it. Five. The caddy. The caddy to the caddy. The caddy said it. So, yes. the, and that's the distinction. Really, it's the verbal thing. You and you know, if they if they quote unquote caught the the caddy giving the signal to the to the TV spotter, you know, and you just see that he put 
two down, which is a seven because it's, you know, right. uh, you know, if, if you catch that, that's fine. You pick it up by observation, but you can't ask for it, like you said, and you can't volunteer it. When you say five, in my opinion, you volunteered it. Wow. Normally, when I do this, I whistle a Jackson 5 tune, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and they know yeah, that that's the club. You know? and, then if, and then if it's a four, buddy, it'll be a four top song okay. that I whistle. Very good. Yeah. Uh, so you get elaborate. If what, it's, what if if it's, it's a, a three iron, nobody carries those anymore. Right. Yeah, the Karsten trio what if, or whatever. What if it's a, <laughs> the Vince Guaraldi <laughs> yeah, trio. Right. What, if, what right. if it's a scald sandwich? What do you do there? Oh, boy. I, the I, 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 I break the club and cuss and move yeah, on. Right. There you go. Yeah, okay. All right. So, well, they, they see, the, the, the argument on the text thread was pretty heated on this. And I said, look, it, it, to me, it's a penalty. But there are judgment calls on penalties all the time in sports and including in I, golf. I, I heard that some of the full-time officials, whether they're, I don't know who it was, PGA Tour or USGA, thought it was a penalty, but the, the Augusta members on the, on the rules committee overruled yeah i remember ernie ells got a drop like off, a, yeah, off number 11 10. no number 10 left to 10 he was a mile into the woods yeah. and he was near a pile of sticks and they said he got relief because those were quote piled for, for removal. removal yep because the augusta national member called the superintendent on the phone and said are you planning on getting rid of this and he said yeah i'm gonna get rid of it of course you never dump something a mile into the woods if you're really planning on getting rid of it it sounded very shaky i use that example me. in rule school all the time do you do yeah. yeah piled for removal yeah, yeah that's one of those things so I don't know. I didn't have a huge problem with it, but it kind of showed that these guys were playing fast and loose and maybe like, what are they going to do? Call us on it? And apparently they didn't. Hole number four, Rory, my Rory. (laughs) Also not in Harbortown this week, which is an elevated event, which is his second miss of elevated events. And he was signed to play and withdrew. Yeah. And, and that is not, uh, that is, you're only allowed to miss one elevated event. I'll take that umbrella. Thank you very Sorry much. Sorry about that. He's missed two now. He's missed two now. So uh, I'll start with you, mean? Ghoul, Mr. Shadow Commissioner, yeah, as you call him. Yeah, the same thing. How bad a look is this for Rory that he's the guy that says, here's the new rules. We're going to play for all this new money, but you got to play more times. we got this, this, and this, and then he just goes and middle fingers the rule right away. It is a bad look for bad Commissioner look. McElroy. Uh, <laughs> and um, you, you got to wonder how he's going to, Spin it, right? Uh, I, I hurt my back doing this. Or, you know, there's some physical Ooh. reason. Oh, my arm. Back. That's right. It's broken. Because, yeah, I mean, that's part of leadership is sucking it up and doing it when things are not going well. Rama's and, there this week. Wow. That's right. impressive. Yeah. I mean, so I don't know. What did you think? And, of course, he played like complete dog, you know. What? Yeah. I was shocked that he played that bad. Everyone. Right? Although Everyone was, yeah. he's, he can get inconsistent. So it wasn't shocking that. But I really did feel like he was going to come through this week. 77 on Friday on the good part of the weather. Right. And he was in position to, you know, just shoot a couple under par and be in the tournament. Yep. I'm, I'm just kind of ready for a low week, not another elevated event week. Now we got to go right back to all these big names out that. there. So I, I'm, I'm not sure. Huh? I wonder why they did that because of the, their commitment to Harbortown. Well, that's yeah. a whole and separate sponsor, discussion. Yep. Yeah. I yeah. like, and I've been to Harbortown. Uh, it's a great vacation spot with a family, and I've played it once. Tightest golf course ever designed. It's yeah. insane. Um, why are they holding PGA Tour events on these remote little islands nobody can get to? Right after a major, and it's right. elevated. And there's no regular tour event in D.C., none in Philadelphia. Yeah, right. Shouldn't the tour be playing the big cities? Get out of the Greensboro's, no offense. Get out of the... 
Hilton heads. I think maybe they feel that that's the only thing that's going to bring some extra revenue to those areas well, and, and, and that they've been loyal. Or there's, I don't some, there's something too that you know we have. We're Major League City. We've got all the other sports. When you when that's you take the tour to a smaller town. That is the big thing. So well, everybody, sponsors. True. Yeah, not yeah. Quad cities, I guess. But we used to fill up the Avenel for the, you know. Yeah. Did, we, did we support it well enough to Kemper. say we really should be in D.C.? Well, it got, it got old and then the dates got bad. Yeah. But dates the conversation about the Wells Fargo last year was positive. Yeah. And that, and that the weather. It, the weather, the weather yeah, blown the weather, us last yeah, year. Yeah, the weather was so terrible. Bad. But uh, so um, Charlotte hosts the 2025 PJ Championship. So that's another opportunity for get for us to get Wells Fargo back. And then hopefully that leads into a, a regular stop. Yeah. All right. Hole number five. There was a new marker this year who got to play. Uh, they didn't put his name on the scoreboard, had no name on his bag. Uh, I believe somebody outed who he was. I forgot his name already. doesn't matter. But the old Jeff Knox is out. Foxy Knox. He, his reign has come to an end. All hail Foxy Knoxy. But as the master's marker, a guy who gets to play next to a competing player, at Masters Week is a really cool thing. Is it cooler, though, than an e-bug in the NHL, which is an emergency backup goalie who will get into a game if both goalies are hurt? No. On a given game. No, that's the coolest thing. That in is sports. really. Yeah. It is the coolest thing in sports. <laughs> yes, because your play matters to help the team win. Yeah, and that call could be literally a half hour before the game. Right. Like yeah, you're we just, need you a goalie. Be kind of in the relative. Well, it would be area. before the game. Most of the time, it's during, during the, game. the game. You're sick in the stands. Either it team. Could, well, be could be in warm ups though. Two guys yeah. could pull hamstrings yeah. in warm ups. But it's here's crazy. the thing about e bugs in the NHL: there's one per arena, yes. which means they could play for either team. Yep. Right. Yeah. Well, good it's story. So good story ever. that's golf related about that. So Willie Lutz is a PGA professional of ours who is an e bug for the Caps, and no they, there's four of them, I think. So they split up the 41 home games, five games each, or maybe it's something like that. Uh, and so he's been, you know, he goes to the games and, he, and he, uh, he's occasionally, one, I think one time been called in, but he was at the Masters this week. So it was just kind of cool. He's, it, he put a picture on Facebook that I'm thinking this conversation came up about e-bug or, or, or well, he's a good dude too. And he's, and he's, he's a real there. good dude. Okay, wow, cool. That's fine. And I, I know that. And, yeah. and the, the marker is a guy named Mike McDermott. I that's actually went on okay. a golf trip with him one time. He's out of Philly. Get out. Huh. Yeah, his dad was the uh, McDermott was the head of the section up there when we opened a store oh, back okay. in the early. Yeah. This would have been 2002, 2003. Wow. Okay. So anyway, he ended up on a highly competitive guy. That's all sure. I remember about him. Very good player. Very, right. very good player. Hole number six. Ready for some Augusta blasphemy? Because here we go. I believe they need to grow some rough out there if they really want to make the course tougher without having to lengthen everything. Now, I played very tough, obviously, with the weather. But here's the thing. Too many guys, they get off the green, and they're able to putt it up a slope onto the green. I want to take that away, John Ronas. Mm -hmm. I want to grow just long enough non-puttable rough. I'm not mm -hmm. talking U.S. Open. Yeah. Just you can't putt it. Right. Guys go over the back on 13. Eh, just putt it on up. No right. big deal. Yeah. Uh, Morikawa putting it down the slope on 18 was a great yeah. shot. Yeah. But if that was non-puttable rough, now you're adding at least a shot of difficulty. Right. I just think the recoveries from the missed greens, because you can putt everything, 
I'd, I'd, one year I'd throw some little bit of rough in there, see what, I, see what they, the, the boys would do about it. Would that be blasphemous to do that? So, yes, so, so wrong. wrong. <laughs> so, wrong. so wrong. Just the first of look all, would be destroyed. Well, first of all, <laughs> let's get to it here. Yes. That shot that you're watching looks relatively simple. It is so hard, it's right. ridiculous. Yeah. The shot from over 18 yep. requires wizardry and perfection like you could not dream of. <laughs> now, if you put rough there, the shot doesn't exist. It's actually impossible to even put remotely close because True. any ball coming out of that. So it's a penalty. Well, no, it's not. You could two-hop it in the light rough and have it dribble onto the rollable cut surface. Yes, you fringe. could not. So other than that, <laughs> I think you're, you're very valid in your points other than that they should grow some rough around the greens. Okay, fair enough. Just destroy the look of the whole golf course to see all that tight green fairway length grass and then to see a patch of rough would just be right. awful. Speaking of great shots, hole number seven is Cam Smith's eagle from the bunker with a three wood on eight. Maybe the greatest bunker shot ever. Does it rival Tiger no. at the Canadian Open? Over water with the five iron tournament on the line on 18. Awesome. Does it rival Tiger's three iron out of the bunker at Hazeltine in the uh, PGA Championship? I mean, Cam Smith took out a bunker, weird hanging uphill lie, yeah. and just whomped it way up the hill onto the green, made it for Eagle. Did Way he, too much did, who, luck involved. Who hit it? Cam Smith. Yeah, no, it doesn't rival anyone. <laughs> Joe Durst. It, it was a side hill. It was a crazy lie I, there was a, where he had to get it to. There was a lot of skill involved in getting it out of the bunker and going towards the green, but there was a more than 50% of the a shot was luck because it rode the top of the crest of the side hill, yes. and it could have gone left, and yeah. it could have gone right. And imagine but it they had rough it, there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would have got hung at the top of yeah. the, the, top of the hill. Imagine that. Hole number eight, you've got a chance to play Augusta. By the way, this is my last, Here we go. This yeah. is my last attempt at hypotheticals. Yeah. Uh, you guys have been thwarting me at every turn here. You have a chance to play Augusta at the last minute, but you've got to play in sneakers and with left-handed clubs. Do you still say, sure, I'll play? No. I'm going to give it to you. Wow. I'm a, you yeah. did it. You yeah. did it, Dave. I finally broke you. I finally found no the problem. hypothetical where you'd say, I'm not going to play Augusta. Sneakers you know is no problem do? at all. Yeah. Sneakers no exactly. problem. I play sneakers all the time. I hear you then. So I, do, I don't worry about it. But left-handed. Would be a miserable experience. Yeah. It's just not. But. I'm still going, and I'm just going to walk with you guys. No, you're not allowed to. You got to play. No, you got to play. No, no, no. You have to hit lefty. You have to putt out everything. You have to play lefty and record your 115. I could putt lefty. I could putt yeah, left. Yeah, Congratulations. I'm just going to walk each green. On those yes. greens, You'll though? be putting I'm for drop, nine. Walk it on there and just <laughs> no. drop it. No. No. So I would have to please play driver. the course properly. I would have to say no, and then I would say I just pray that there's another invitation somewhere else. But I, I thank you. Thank you for whoever's going to well, throw that on Well, don't they have rental sets? Guess they, they ought to hey, be able to just switch out the... It's the way it is. got to go in the No, they don't have rental sets. We have an Edwin Watch store in Augusta. We would have those right-handed clubs there. Yeah, we go. It's not an option. You are sentenced to play Augusta I'm savvy lefty. enough to switch it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Last hole. What is the coolest thing the Masters does? The Masters gets a bad so rap for being unnecessarily stodgy and tradition bound, but they are very progressive in many ways and they are very chill in a lot of ways as well. What's the coolest thing that they do? The champion's dinner. I like that. That's a nice one. There's a long list to pick from. You know, a couple things I'm thinking is one is the media gets to play the Monday after. The media lottery on Monday is outstanding. Outstanding. The crystal for making eagles. 
uh, you right. know, to the players. That's pretty awesome. I mean, right. like I said, there's a long I'm gonna list. I'm going to change mine. The cheap food. You know, I mean, there's a long, long list. I'm what? changing mine to the par three contest. It's okay. the greatest thing because of how the families get involved and all the other things uh, and stuff. Buddy, so. I think you just went to the wrong one. Part three, I, it, it, it's fun. It's part of the whole week. That champion's dinner, the build up to yeah, it and what they're going to eat and wh- how they interacted and, and this year with year. some weird, weird things. So, yeah, paella next year. <laughs> I think the coolest thing they do is they make sure the fans behave properly. Nice. And no phones is part of that. No phone. I've come around on that. It, as somebody mentioned, this is probably the largest gathering of people without phones in the current modern world. Wow. Think about that. When yeah. are you ever literally 40,000 strong? Nobody has a phone. Right. Easy. All right. Coming up, some mop-ups, including my merchandise spree at the Masters. It could have been worse, but it was still pretty damaging to my wallet. I still enjoy it all. We'll talk about that next here at the Capital Golf Gang from Golfdom in Tyson's Corner. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who all carry a perfect club, an alien wedge, a double-sided chipper, and a 20-foot ball retriever. Today's edition of the Capital Golf Gang is being brought to you exclusively by Golfdom. All the new clubs for 2023 are available at Golfdom now. Callaway's Paradigm line, TaylorMade Stealth 2, the Ping G430, the Titleist TSR Woods, and more. Golfdom is stocking up on some great spring fashions. Come check out the latest from Peter Millar, Holderness and Bourne, RLX, and more. And get custom fit for a new driver or a set of irons in one of their four dedicated bays at Golfdom in Tyson's Corner. Golfdom, live the game in Tyson's, Annapolis now, and soon in Rockville. Now back to the show. You are listening to The Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who only care about one trajectory on their irons, airborne. Back here at Golfdom, John Rodas, John Gould, Buddy Christensen. I am Steve Zabin. Thank you for listening. You can uh, get this uh, podcast on the Red Circle platform as part of the Zabecast Empire. And then, of course, it airs on WJFK in Washington, D.C. on Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. Thank you, uh, Chris Kennard, for carrying the show. So I went to the merch tent, and I did what guys do. Mm-hmm. I bought stuff. I did not buy you guys anything because you don't need anything. And by the way, you've already been to the Masters quite a bit. But I want to just reiterate that the, the lack of gouging is remarkable because I quickly realized I needed a chair which I did not bring in, $35 for a really solid, nicely made canvas folding chair with no with arms. bag. With no arms. Right, with no arms, but it's still wonderful. Yep. Um, I still then, have mine. Yeah, and with the Masters logo on it. The umbrella I got here just in case to ward off the rain, it didn't work. This was only like $45. It was wow. not gougy at all. Wow. Um, I bought this backpack, which was similarly reasonably priced and then i realized guys that i i couldn't see anything shocker and so i needed some binoculars now i saw the binoculars for sale bushnell binoculars in the pop-up shot and i'm like it's gonna be a big one it's gonna be like 249 or something like that right 69 dollars for just the most delightful lightweight very functional masters logoed Bushnell. Bushnell. Mm -hmm. Uh, I said, 
when they said $69, I go, what? I was like, okay, sure, quick, just give them the credit card before they change their mind. <laughs> yeah. That's what they sell them for. Somebody found these online and on Amazon, and the same model is $70 on Amazon. Wow. So that's what I love about the masters. They just are not going to gouge you, even when you're a captive audience and you forgot to bring your own binoculars. Yeah. Total so, bill, three digits or four digits? Uh, I kept it under four digits. I got an obligatory pullover. An obligatory shirt. Oh, that's a great looking shirt. All right. And then I, I, I got this. Shirt? I got a couple of hats as well. Uh, most of it's private label. They have all the control over it, right? They're, it's a smaller company. It's a less known company. It's none of the Adidas, Nike, you know, types of companies. Um, but I think the biggest thing is they have that control. Um, they, they get made what they want. And, and it's exactly how they... And they the logo it. doesn't go out of their control, right? right. So you don't, you don't want a big company having the master's logo and saying, oh, here's our leftovers, let's sell them online or anything like that. It's, it's all about control. And oh, it's, right. it's the shirts, it's the, the pullovers, it's the hats, everything. And, and they got the t-shirts that are kind of cool, some different mm -hmm. things. So, um, yeah, they, they keep, it's, it's all about the control. Yeah. Um, is it wrong to get a shirt from somewhere you've never been? Like when you get a master shirt for a buddy, you know, but some people believe in I'll get a shirt when I go, but I'm not going to wear a master shirt around the summer at my club and be like, Oh, masters. Did you go there? Nah, a friend bought it for me. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Masters I think is, is a Exemption. emblem of, <laughs> of golfer. Right. So, so if so, you can get one from a friend. Uh, yeah. It. And, okay. and there's usually a story about it, but, um, you know, it's a good friend or, or whatever. And but I know plenty of people. John that, is shaking his head like never. But I know plenty of people that go down there with a list. Okay, Billy needs this. Bob yes, needs this. Absolutely. You know, Sally needs this. There's a request. And that's where they, they really get you up to the four digits pretty quickly. I mean, it's like me walking around with golden retriever on my chest and my hat. And then someone coming up and say, you got a golden? No, I have a dachshund. Well, it's just one of those things. I think you, I think you got to go. You got to go. Any of the clubs that you go to, it'd be nice to have gone there. But uh, look, I'm, I'm, I'm. The merch tent makes, I uh, reportedly, like a million dollars an hour. Correct. Yeah, it's wow. crazy. Ten million there's two, dollars there's two, a day. There's two merch tents, actually. Wow. There's the smaller one back at the fifth gate, which we were in, and then the larger one up front. And you go through that. Did you go through the big one up front? Yeah, I did. You go through the little Disney line, and, and oh, they, yeah. they get you in yeah. and out. And it, it's, it's amazingly efficient. Yes, exactly. Ten million dollars a day, and they're open for ten hours. So, yeah, a million dollars an hour for seven days in a row. And they don't release their stuff. There's no tent sale afterwards for right. stuff that was unsold. Even the dated stuff, because they do put the year on a lot of their stuff, never gets sees the light of day. Must burn it. Who knows? Probably. They probably or, do. Or and and, and the, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but the vendors are required to, um, you know, maybe the stuff, the one thing that ran out, the, the, the shirt you were talking about, but they're required to restock every night, even if that means they're shipping it from across the country. Oh, really? Hey, we... we we're low on this. Boom. You got to get it there. Whoever the vendor the, is for their umbrellas. They're like, right. we're low. Get them right. in here. Yeah. You, yeah it's part, Bob, of the, part of the contract. I uh, Bobby Jones was one that used to, uh, to work with them as well. Oh, and, yes. and so these reps, they'll actually go send in their own reps and they'll, they'll work that week and they, yeah. they'll get a play sometime around, uh, over the course of the year. Uh, they give them a day, but um, th those guys 
I, I've talked to them that work yeah. for seven straight days. They don't see any golf. They right. are in that shop working, yeah. working, working. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So quick patron story, then I'll turn it over to you guys for final parting shots this week is that getting to talk to so many people down there because you don't have your phone. Yeah. So what are you going to do while you're waiting for groups to come through? You start chatting it up. It's so fascinating because we, we, we met a lot of people, talked to a lot of people. And one couple we met, my buddy Chris, he says, oh, I'm sorry, I, I couldn't see you because of the light that was reflecting off that beautiful ring of yours. She had a wedding oh, ring on, yep. size of a Titleist, yeah. sparkling. Yeah. She was about 52, 53, very well-kept, beautiful smile. And it turns out she was sitting behind the 10th green in a chair to the right of us. And her husband was actually in a chair to the left of us, we were, we somehow got in between them because mm-hmm. he was out and about walking back and forth. And then I turned to him. She's like, oh, yeah, my husband's right over there. And he's this guy that looks like Crocodile Dundee. He's got this big safari hat on, right? This leather safari hat. He's got giant binoculars, not these little ones. He brought yeah. them in. He's like, I use them for hunting. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking. This guy's got to be a billionaire. Yeah. He probably because smashed. of the size of her ring. <laughs> right, right. He yeah. was definitely older than her. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking, man, can I come to your ranch in Montana? Right. Yeah. How do you know I have a ranch in Montana? I just figured it out, basically. <laughs> oh, yeah. But super nice guy. There was also a, a couple. There was a mom and her daughter. She must have been about 30. She uh, clearly was, to me, looked like an athlete or a golfer. Um, had a wedding ring on but her husband was nowhere to be found it was her and her mom having the grandest of times and talking about the golfers and whatnot and at one point i said so are these your chairs she goes oh no we're just sitting in them now to hold their place they kind of do that because we actually ran into them at another corner of the golf course where they were also just gently using the chairs that have been left behind nobody would really complain if they came by and said i'm sorry ma'am uh, but these are our chairs. It was a big fat galumph like me sitting in your chair. Eh, probably not the same yeah. thing. Maybe it was driven Designated a little couple inches sitters. into the ground. Exactly. <laughs> right. But it was a it was a great reaffirmation of human to human dialogue and meeting and talking to people. And it's great. So there's that my master's patron story. Final parting shots this week on the gang. Let's start with you, Mr. Ronas. What do you got? Just to play. You know, this is the time of year, right? The Masters is here. The season started. Um, Do you believe this weather we got right now? It's amazing. I was uh, yesterday, I was at an unfortunate get-together, but one of the guys who I I said hi to that I haven't said hello to in in like 30 years, he said, Ronis, he goes, wow, it's been too long. I said, yeah, it's been too long. He goes, last time I remember you, you were kicking my ass on the golf course. And it makes me remember a little bit by being with those people that, that haven't been there. That must have been a really long I'm time like, ago. <laughs> I didn't dream this, right? It actually was a part of my life. So I want to make that a part of my life again. So I'm going to, I'm going to work hard to try to play a little bit. Very, Very good. good. Cool. Well, we look forward to having you on our, our I'm section playing. events. I'm playing. Uh, you know, this time of year is always uh, exciting for us to promote our junior golf. You know, obviously, I'm get, trying to get Ronis and his fellow professionals to play in our professional events. But, you know, as far as the public, the listening audience here, it's our junior tour and it's drive, chip, and putt. So we just got to witness that great spectacle on Sunday, the Sunday before um, the Masters. You know, go to drivechipandputt.com. There's 10 qualifiers in our area in the Mid-Atlantic section. Uh, you got to hit nine shots, right? Three drives, three chips, three putts. Uh, and we hope we can get a lot of kids out there because it really is fun. You know, yes, it's a competition that ends in getting to Augusta, but the whole path, the whole uh, effort to, to succeed 
is what's what it's all about. And then our, of course our junior tour, with you know I don't know I think we got 50 events now, a bunch of two-day events. Uh, MAPGA.com. You can sign up your kid, different age group, different skill levels. If they if they're maybe just beginning but they're a little older, we've got a division. You know if they're okay. really young, we got greatest a division. tour in the world. Yeah, thank it you. Really for that. is so. Can't wait to see those kids chipping out of the rough next year at Augusta. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. If you um, want a true championship test, you should. <laughs> if you just want a putting contest, leave it the way it is. <laughs> Buddy? I think we will. So it's it's just exciting to get the golf season really kicked off. We had a decent winter weather-wise, but, mm-hmm. but this week, weather spectacular feels you know masters behind us first pitches have been thrown you get a lot of increased sales around masters week i would think yeah yeah it, it, and it short just, sleeve it's, shirts now it's right, right. Come get yeah. it's just uh it, it is that mental kickoff for for right. we are here now um it's like new year's day we're finishing up the rockville permitting process we are uh within we'll start stocking it up next week so we're very nice. excited about that we're about two three weeks away from getting that open awesome. open so Let's do a show from there yeah we should we I, should. I like it i love it actually uh, by the way masters ticket applications for the lottery it opens june 1st go to masters.com no, don't tell them that makes well, our odds worse karma shiny my I'm friend in. Yes. karma <laughs> shiny all right thanks for listening once again another edition of the capital golf, golf gang and the books presented by golfdom thanks boys for coming by Get out, play some golf, enjoy this spring weather, and we will see you next time.